if I could talk to you for a second yeah, I make a podcast where I ask people where they're going okay <laughs> is that funny no no <laughs> you, my answer is going to be very disappointing I'm going home <laughs> so then my follow-up is where have you been um I went to um to the gym to do my dance training and then I'm going home cool so you're a dancer uh I am in in the middle of my dance training I'm um I'm learning to be um better than a team dancer which is like a South Indian classical dance that's very cool. Why did you decide to do that? Um, I think um, it's more like it chose me rather than I, I choose it. Uh, I've, I've made a lot of mistakes by cho- chasing after things and I've decided that I'm going to let things happen to me and one of the things happened was accidentally I fell into Ardhanatyam and I've loved it. So I've been training for a year and a half now. So hard work. Uh, it's uh, six-year training. I've just finished one year. It's basically, it's one of the oldest classical dancers in the world, and it's sort of uh, its principles are very similar to ballet. And it also, I don't know whether you know um, Nadaraja. It's a dancing Shiva. Um, no, okay, yeah. So it's it's, it's a very ancient um, form of dancing. It's not really, in my opinion, the year and a half I've actually done. It, it doesn't really sound, looks like a dance. It's more like the original name is called uh, Natya Shastra, which means science of movement. And it's very interesting how it actually um, reconditions your body to an extent. It uses the feet as a cool yeah yeah so that's why I don't wear any shoes I haven't worn any shoes for two years and I always wear slippers I'd rather do without slippers just bare feet but conditions on the streets not that great so do you feel like you're being rebuilt oh my god um, complete transformation in my body uh, in the year and a half is just I cannot put into word nor have could I have fathomed how amazing it, it would have been or oh, it, it was going to be it's just phenomenal so you look in amazing shape now all toned and ballyish yeah. tall yeah, yeah, yeah. so before were you like chubby um I I I was I was overweight for a long time and uh, I always struggled with uh, my weight I, I c- couldn't figure out what was wrong with it and since I started doing the dance, what I've realized is that for me, my mental issues and my body weight issues were all come from an imbalance in my whole body. It was like my body was shifted to the right, all the weight was going through right. Walking, I always swerved to, to the right. Oh, really? And when I throw balls, I had a slight uh, uh, right pitch. And I always thought that was actually, I was inherently something wrong with me, DNA, blah, 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 blah. But no, it turns out there was a, a sh- shift in my hips that been there for decades and uh, that has shifted the, the way I think about myself, everything. And then since I started doing the dance, it just started to fall in place and I have much more focus. I'm a bit more calmer. It, it, I, it's just undescribable. So do you feel like, people talk about being embodied, do you feel like totally embodied now, like you're one, you and your um, 
Or do you have to do five more years? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I think it, the, the beauty of it, like, I don't... I don't think I have a specific goal in mind, as in, like, I want to... I'm just enjoying what I'm doing at the moment, and I don't care five years on whether I get to where I want to or not. I do want to, but... Um, <laughs> It has changed my perspective. It's all about just doing it now because I really, really enjoy it. There's just... And also, when you do dance, it feels like you... So the, the dance is almost like you train your body every day and then you let it go when it's time for performance and the body will does it do itself. I love that. It's just... It, you can't describe it. It's just when you do it, you're, you're just watching it. I love that when you talk as well, you're dancing while you're talking. Like your hands are really beautiful and your body is like snaky and lovely. So I'm going to go right back to the first question. You said that you made some bad choices by chasing things and now you're letting the things come to you. What were the bad choices? Um, I had an idea of, say for example, what my body should look like. I think everybody does chase after some sort of a description or a prescription of how life should go, how the body should look, how their partner should be, so on, so on forth. And I've, in my experience of the last 40 odd years, I have made a lot of bad choices <laughs> because um, my partners have always been. Uh, I knew inherently that we weren't the right partners, but then I, I went ahead with it. And I knew when it comes to jobs, it wasn't for me, but I still did it because I was making the choices. And, and prime example with my body. I thought my body, body would look good if it had a six pack, blah, blah, blah. And so I was chasing after things that I thought that inherently would make me better or look. And the minute I let go of it, i.e. I just went, do you know what? I don't want to chase after. I just wanted this to be comfortable. And from that moment onwards, it's like watering a plant and watching it, watching it blossom. It was that kind of an experience. I could not have imagined at the age of 47, I would have a stable body like this at all. It, it, it's it's been a sort of a, a mind-altering and a mind-awakening experience of letting go. And you seem so... That liberation you've described, or that blossoming, makes you light on your... You're like a light presence. You're light okay, on your feet. You feel like a happy the, being to yeah, be yeah. next to. Is that right? Um, I, I, I do have my moments um, because um, I... I had um, a severe um, <laughs> drug problem and, um, and that was because I inherently believed that I wasn't good enough because of X, Y and Z and I had to sort of, you know, find shortcuts to be better kind of thing. What um, are we talking about? Oh, well, anywhere from cocaine to my severe drug addiction was crystal meth uh, for six years. And, I'm sorry. Uh, and um, Dan saved me. Um, I fell into it while I was actually really intoxicated and I started dancing and the next minute I was, I was crying and... Um, and... Yeah, and um, that's when I knew this. it chose me rather than that's, I chose it, if you know what I mean. 
I do. But I think those moments are so rare and profound. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. It is. Um, so um, ever since then, I started to uh, create a new habit, <laughs> which is an all-encompassing habit that almost morphed the other bad habits I had, completely encompassed it. And and I just, I'm, I'm in a part of my life that I, I don't really need anymore kind of thing. So you have friends and family and people that love you that must have watched those six years, whatever it was, and uh, thought, my God, um, now what do they think? Um, they don't really necessarily see most of it. Um, my brother did ask her, I've heard you are taking heroin and I went, no, it's worse than that. It's good for me. Uh, <laughs> um, but I have a... Oh, that's nice. Yeah. She walks slightly over yeah. there just to keep looking. I have a really uh, lovely uh, family, uh, which don't, don't seems to put too much pressure on me and just allow me to just make my own mistakes kind of thing. My mother is very uh, lovely like that. <laughs> Do you feel like it's a second chance? Was that really cheesy? Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. I think when I look back at um, the last three years of the crystal meth habit, I think subconsciously I was, I was letting go of all my body was letting go of the spirit kind of that kind of a f experience am I making sense it's like you're giving up a little bit oh god yeah uh, yeah but I didn't realize it I sort of in my head I was just ah oh. but it was gradually letting go of you know the body was just going I'm tired I'm tired it's just too much because I abused my body for like 20 odd years in different other drugs and things like that and the, the worst part of it well, I would call it a functioning addict before and then the last six years the last third, three years of it which was COVID and all of that and I didn't have nothing to do and I had my own business and all of that so it was just literally like didn't have nothing to live for kind of thing and it's an overindulgence but the overindulgence came from the fact that I believed that I wasn't good enough to, fundamentally and I was trying to with all of the other bits and pieces that I actually accumulated in life, I was just trying to pretend I was worthy. Um, I don't have nothing now, but I have been the happiest in my whole life, the, the most happiest. When I say happiest, it's a very elusive word, so I would say happy. I'm, I'm content with whatever I have. Slippers on my feet and just uh, giving away clothes and uh, a gym membership just so I can go and do my thing and uh, just a little roof over my head. I, I, I never would have thought that I would be this content with so little. So you stopped chasing really? Oh god, totally. And things <laughs> happens to me. This is a thing. It's just almost like the universe. Like it one day I was craving a tuna sandwich and um, it, was, it was funny and then two days later I was just sat and doing some yoga training like a, a breathing training, breath training which part of the dance training and this girl came up to me in Sackville Garden I think she thought I was homeless she gave me two buns so and I thought okay she was mistaking me for I will give it to a homeless person anyway uh, about an hour later, I was just curious, I opened it up and see what it was, and it was a 
tuna sandwich. <laughs> so I was just like, I all, all you have to do is just to ask and the universe will just give it to you. So it's, I'm not without anything. It's wonderful. Thanks so Thank much. You. I want to see a little bit of dancing as you go down the street. <laughs> oh no, you would not win. Have a nice day, bye. This episode of Where Are You Going was recorded in Manchester during the heatwave in June and it made me want to go dancing. The music is by Edwin Pearson and the team at Loftus Media look after all the production. If you're enjoying these stories then please do make sure that you've subscribed wherever you find your podcasts and perhaps this is an episode that you'd like to share with someone who you think might also enjoy stories like these.